Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're looking at where companies are making major investments in manufacturing. This is happening at a time when economic uncertainty and higher cost of capital would suggest it's not a great time to make major investments in new plants and equipment. There are two main drivers for investment in new manufacturing in today's environment. Number one, expansion of capacity for new and emerging technologies, and number two, global security of supply. In my opinion, these two drivers are very different, and we're going to take a closer look at what this might mean for real estate. On today's show, we're going to look at six new factories planned in the United States to see why these factories are being built. As real estate investors, we want to be investing in areas that are experiencing population growth and job growth. And job growth is even harder to predict when it seems like an economic downturn is upon us. So what are these new factories being built and why are they being built? The first is Taiwan Semiconductor's plant under construction in Phoenix, Arizona. The first factory is scheduled to open in 2024, and the company announced plans for a second fab in Phoenix. The two facilities are being built alongside each other, and it's forecast to be among the largest foreign investment in the United States. The facilities are expected to create about 10,000 high-paying technology jobs, as the U.S. aims to strengthen its domestic semiconductor supply chain. The goodies made available by the Biden administration in the CHIPS Act are definitely an incentive. Now, I visited TSMC in Sinchu and in Tainan and Taiwan, and TSMC has factories all over Taiwan and in mainland China. Let's be clear, this investment is about global security of supply. Number two, Intel's $20 billion new fab in Ohio started construction in 2022, and it's scheduled to open in 2025. Three years is a long time for a semiconductor fab. The last fab, built by Intel in Chandler, Arizona, was built in 11 months. Traditionally, Intel has been strictly a captive manufacturer, and they've done very little third-party manufacturing, but now Intel is opening up its manufacturing processes to third parties. They're looking for new revenue to replace their flattening revenue curve in microprocessor sales. The thesis for this enhanced investment is also rooted in the CHIPS Act, which is all about national security and geopolitical security of supply. Number three, there's Samsung's new semiconductor fab in Tyler, Texas. That's a $17 billion investment. This, too, is inconvenient for Samsung, which is highly concentrated in and around Seoul in South Korea. I've actually visited Samsung in Seoul, and their fabs are very impressive. This factory is also about geopolitical security of supply. Number four, Form Energy is opening a new $750 million battery plant in Weirton, West Virginia. Form Energy is an American company focusing on storage technology, and they've developed and commercialized an iron-air battery. It's capable of storing electricity for up to 100 hours at system costs that are competitive with legacy power plants. The company's pioneering multi-day battery will reshape the electrical system to run reliably on 100% low-cost renewable energy. This kind of low-cost battery technology is critical to a green revolution. The plant is all about creating capacity for energy storage using new technology in a growing and emerging segment of the industry. Number five, Abbott Labs is building a $536 million facility in Bowling Green, Ohio. This is going to be focused on nutritional powder, and it's expected to open in 2026 or 2027. The purpose of this facility is to address what is perceived as a global shortage of baby formula and amplified by the problems at the company's Michigan facility last year. This plant is partly an expansion of capacity, but more importantly, it's a secure second source of supply. 
There are restrictions on the import of baby formula since the FDA can't reliably inspect those international facilities. But since both plants are located in the United States, there's a security supply component, but not necessarily a geopolitical security supply issue. Number six, we have Hyundai from Korea building a $5.5 billion electric vehicle plant in Savannah, Georgia. The plant will employ about 8,100 workers and produce up to 300,000 electric vehicles a year. The plant broke ground last October and is expected to open in 2025. So what do we notice about these major investments? The majority, two-thirds of them, are based on securing global supply rather than necessarily fundamental business drivers. Yes, the electronic content is growing in everything from cars to thermostats to toasters. This is following a trend that's been decades in the making, but the world currently has 24 semiconductor fabs under construction. From someone who spent more than 20 years in the semiconductor industry, I can tell you there is an excess of manufacturing capacity in the world today. If it were not for the CHIPS Act, and if it were not for global geopolitical instability, I very much doubt that nearly $80 billion in investment would be coming into these locations in the United States. Four out of these six factories examined on today's show are arguably being built for security of supply and nothing else. That level of investment for security supply is unprecedented in recent memory. These new factories will employ thousands. New technology like battery plants and electric vehicle plants will change the landscape for decades to come. But we investors, we need to pay close attention to the economic drivers for these facilities. Will security of supply be enough of a reason to maintain these facilities over the long term? We don't know what the future will bring. Maybe global instability will bring even more manufacturing back to North America. Maybe peace will prevail and stability will return, and those less competitive manufacturing plants might wither away. We don't know the answer to these questions. Nobody does. But I think the decisions to emphasize manufacturing capacity in one location over another will ultimately affect the demand for housing and the value of real estate in those geographic areas. Just because a major plant has been announced doesn't mean that people seeking housing will suddenly appear. You need to dig deeper into the ecosystem and understand the nature of the investments that are being made and look for strong evidence that the skills are being hired and relocated. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.